This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In the early 1960s, three idealistic young CIA officers arrived in Laos, a sleepy, mountainous country of barely over two million people, mostly rice farmers. Their mission? Stop the spread of communism, recruit and train hill tribe warriors to fight a shadow war against the North Vietnamese and the Pathet Lao. The war in Laos was secret. The Russians knew about it, the Chinese knew, the Vietnamese, the Laotians certainly knew. The only people who didn't was the American public and Congress. I took a walk through this beautiful world. Felt the cool rain on my shoulder. Found something good in this beautiful world. Though never actually at war with Laos, at the same time we were fighting in neighboring Vietnam, the United States flew more than half a million missions over this tiny Southeast Asian nation, dropping more bombs here than on Germany and Japan and all of World War II combined. This only a part of the largest covert military operation in history, a conflict that became known as the Secret War. There were three intelligence officers, key players in this secret war, who, depending on who you talked to, were either greatly loved or greatly feared and despised. Anthony Pashepny, also known as Tony Poe, had an extensive paramilitary background as a former Marine and CIA officer. Bill Lair, a Texan and World War II vet, 
was an influential CIA case officer. Vint Lawrence was recruited right out of Princeton, even though he was an art history major. They succeeded at first in impeding the flow of communist North Vietnamese arms and troops on the Ho Chi Minh Trail. But by the end, they were arming even children. here, presumably in the cause of freedom, of democratic Western values, resonates still. An estimated 30% of the bombs dropped on Laos failed to detonate. These and other UXOs remain in the ground and continue to take lives and limbs. What's the first sort of recognizable smell that registers? Wood smoke, brewing. River as well. You know, it's just like the Mekong. It's like Diesel or whatever the fuel is here, yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. From the first time I heard of Laos, I was hooked and filled with the desire to see the place. Once a storybook kingdom of misty mountains and opium, at one time a protectorate of France, a mysterious landlocked nation bordered by China, Thailand, Cambodia, and as fate would have it, Vietnam. Best restaurant view ever. All these women butchers. <laughs> Chef James Sihabu earned his Michelin star in San Francisco. This is the first thing I get off the plane and I'm going to find some cupcakes in. He learned to cook from his mother and never looked back until recently. It's crispy pork, sliced pork. Blood cake. Blood cake in it. Meat broth. Meat broth, yeah. Oh, it's like steaming hot. James' family, like many, fled the fighting in Laos or the communist takeover that followed it. Mm. Nowadays, things are looking up a bit, and some, like James, are returning. Oh, man, it's just like so homey. Takes you to a place, really? takes me to a place. What's it like being back, man? I mean, it's only your second time, but what's it like? Oh, man, it's like home more and more. I, I totally get it, like when my mom's like, I want to go back home. That's a common thing. Refugees live in the States for a couple years. Once they're children, they have no careers and families, they, they come back. My mom's doing that now, but you know, rice farming again. She said, I want to move back to Ubon and have a more relaxed life. I'm like, that's hard work. You know, but she's happy? Day, but she's happy, super happy. She looks a lot younger now. <laughs> After she moved back. Express, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This 
village we call Longlan. Rice farming? Yes, uh, they're doing rice and also growing some vegetable. <laughs> Northern Laos, enchantingly beautiful, sparsely populated by remote mountain villages, for centuries home to ethnic minority hill tribes like the Hmong. This is where the CIA recruited, trained, and armed over 100,000 fighters. They um, start to build this road since uh, 1983. Before that, yeah. how did you get up and down, walk? <laughs> In these same mountains, but on the other side of the conflict, there were people like Mr. Lee, now in his 80s, who fought for the communist Patat Lao. He is Hmong, and during the secret war, he fought other Hmong. Oh, fantastic. Wow. This is uh, chicken. Chicken. And this is chicken also, but with blood and some inner heart. Every Hmong family will know this. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. He was here when the French were here, yes? How is uh, he injured? In the end, when the last choppers hurriedly left Vietnam, Laos and many Lao who fought with us were left behind too. What had been a kingdom was now a communist regime. Yeah, the bad guys won. A few who'd been most directly associated with the American effort, unwilling to face rehabilitation camps or worse, never surrendered, and are, all these years later, hiding in hills like these. Hmong were killing Hmong bitterly for many years. If the same people who were trying to kill him and who he was trying to kill came back now, how would he feel about that? This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Prabang, Laos' ancient capital, is a sleepy city of ornate palaces and temples. They enthusiastically observe Bun Ak Pansahir, a big party marking the end of Buddhist Lent. The whole thing culminates in a few days with a fire lantern festival, the symbolic casting away of your sins. This morning, the Lao are watching and drinking as others pull at oars and race to the finish line. Boat festival? Yeah, boat festival here. But today is a girl racing. Each boat will be women from the same village. Yeah, one boat is one village. For weeks, racing teams have been practicing on the Mekong River, each team sponsored by a local Buddhist monastery. How old is this tradition? Uh, it's a long time ago, many generations. We start maybe on 6th century. Uh-oh, what are we doing? Lao Lao? Yes, Lao Lao. So we do some Lao Lao. So made by the sticky right? So yes. it tastes good. <laughs> That one's quite strong. Woo. This is close. Both of you born here? Yeah, well, I'm an older sister and she's younger. How has the country changed wow. since you were little kids? The country changed a lot. We opened the tourism scene, so it's good for the local economy and local people, they can earn money direct from the visitor and tourists. President Obama was just here a few oh, months yeah. ago. A few months ago. Yeah, he got offered a lot of uh, help for the education the and for the... Unexploded result. ordinance removal. I think $90 million. That's, that's, a, lot. that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Help a lot. 
This one, the loco snack. Oh, chicken feet. Good. <laughs> and the uh, buffalo tendon. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, we'll try that. Squid. Dry squid. Squid. God, I love this. This is delicious. <laughs> when we eat and uh, we enjoy food in Laos, we say sep lai. Sep lai. Sep lai. How long has it been open? Well, it's been about 20 years. I'm having lunch at the Ban Lao Hotel. During the Secret War, it was the offices for USAID, America's foreign aid mission. The building was also a cover for CIA headquarters. That big building used to belong to USAID. Can we say well, USA or CIA? I don't know. Well, this is what I want to ask. <laughs> Generally speaking, back in the 60s and 60s, 70s, yeah. USAID and CIA had a lot of, let's say, overlap. Mama Vaughn, who I met here on my last trip, is making lunch, an elaborate spread of dishes whose recipes are left over from imperial times. Mm. So, what do we have here? This is lonesome fish from Mekong. We cook with chalice and garlic and chili and coconut milk mm -hmm. and pork. Crab? River crab? crab? River crab, yeah. Mm. See? It's good. It's only in Long Paban. Mm. You can eat the shell? Yes. Mm. And fish with pork, grill. Or in banana, banana leaves. leaves. Mm. And a ginger sauce. Mm. We eat the pork skin. Pork skin. And we have to have sticky rice. Yeah, sticky yes. rice. Okay, bon appetit. Food like this. Mm. Uh, this is an imperial dish, a, a royal dish. Mm -hmm. Have these disappeared, these recipes, or are they still here? They're still, still here, but you know, Tony, it's sometimes they do it not the way that not supposed to do it. They change ingredient a lot. My grandma teach me how to do this. Now, you were born here, yes? In Wang Yes, in, in Wang yep. Mm. And uh, Michelle? You, I was born in Vientiane. In Vientiane. Yeah. Have you lived here all your life? No. Um, in France. In France. At the age of 11, I went to France to study. I came back in, in, in 1971. Oh, difficult times, 1971. Very Yeah, it was still the war. Mama Vaughn's longtime friend Michelle is a journalist, though what that means in a communist one-party state like Laos is necessarily different than what you and I might define it as. When I was in Paris, I studied ethnology. When I came here, they said, ethnology can wait. What we need is journalists. <laughs> That's why you get your job. That's how I became a journalist. American involvement here remains a particularly painful and even taboo subject with the Lao government. Obama, the United States president, just came here to visit. What do you think it means for Laos? Well, I think one important thing is the UXO, unexploded ordinances. Right. Uh, American B-52s. They came on bombing missions on Laos every day, every day, every day. And after bombing, they have to cross Mekong back for, and, and land. But they are not allowed to land with bombs, bombs on board. Right. So if they have bombs left, they would drop them at random. That's why we have so, so many in, in, in so many provinces. What do you think it means, though, that the president came here? This is a, look, this is a small country, only seven million yes. people. Yeah. Not a lot of mineral resources. No, not uh, really. No oil. If you were a cynical person. I'm not. 
Why do you think he can? Well, you have China, you have Russia, you have... Uh... You think that maybe we think we need a friend in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, everybody needs friends. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> to the States, what age? Two. I don't really remember much. My dad never even once talked about the secret war. He didn't really explain why we had to come La to the States. Uh, you know, we was just like, we're here, enjoy it. daily ritual, but this is special. People always sit down along the street, right. wait for the monk coming and keep stick rice. Most people, they keep stick rice. Bunok Pansa means the end of months of isolated meditation. Monks celebrate with a once-a-year Halloween-like bonanza, where in addition to the usual sticky rice, all manner of treats are offered. I was a novice, come from my home village to live in the temple in Luang Prabang. I finished a monk. In orange robes, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Now, do most young men go to the temple to... Uh... To get education, yes. It's the only way you get like public education yes. is to become a novice. Yes. Ah. Yeah, unless... unless so everybody? Everybody, yeah. And that's where you learn English? Yeah. And you speak French too? No. No. Chef James' friend, Mr. C, lives with his extended family on the outskirts of Luang Prabang. <laughs> Looks awesome. So, what do we got here? Alam is an iconic Lao dish. What are your mushrooms? Uh, dill. The key ingredient is the pepperwood these uh, wooden blocks, which has like uh, white peppers, star anise. That infuses the fish, you don't eat it. It's like, a, you don't eat it. Very herbaceous, peppery, really rich. Unlike anything I've ever had. Mm -hmm. We have two types of lop, one's raw, one's cooked. Mm -hmm. So it's oak buffalo, raw buffalo. Buffalo. Man, it's really good. This was kind of improvised. Uh, lit bang. Lit bang translates to uh, fixed blood. So it's buffalo blood. It's a really tricky way to prepare the dish because you want the blood to set. So the way you do it is dilute the blood with water. Right. And just pour it over herbs and that's it. Lao panna cotta. Mmm, <laughs> this is really, really good. So, you know, the balance is so beautiful. This meal kind of represents like the, the Lao table. You always got to have a soup. You always got to have some kind of lob, a stew, some kind of muddled salad. Steak and rice, of course, and dip. And beer lao. And beer lao. Yeah, let's yeah, get that. Yeah, let's get that. Your parents left Laos in what? Uh... Uh, 81. 81. And you know, we migrated to a community of other Laotians. 
and it was pretty much a community like this. We all shared, we bartered. Scratching out a living. I mean, if you were Laotian and you wanted to make money back then, you were cooking Thai food. Exactly. You know, I'm, my mom worked in Thai restaurants. And... What does your mom think of your Lao cooking? Actually, she's pretty impressed, surprisingly. It's like, the first thing she does when she walks to my kitchen is she goes to a waste bin, and she goes, looks in the trash, and goes... Why are you throwing this out? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just like cilantro stems. So how many years were you in Alice? Uh, three years. Three years? Yes. Well, what's the minimum? Uh, minimum seven days. Wow, that's yeah. easy. Easy. I don't Mostly, have time. Yeah. <laughs> what's life like at the temple? Sleep on the floor, you sleep in a bed? Normally, we sleep on the floor. And later, I sleep on bed. One meal a day? One meal a day. Two. 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 Breakfast oh, and lunch. Yes. You get a snack from uh, almsgiving? Yes, snack and drink, coffee, or one thing. In the evening. Coffee and Ovaltine, did you say? Yeah. Ovaltine. Oh, Ovaltine, yeah. This one? You got it, here's a cup. Here you go. Oh, Ovaltine. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish. So there have been arrests, suspensions, disciplinary hearings. They're shutting down graduation events. At this moment, the part of the protests that are admirable are young people calling attention to atrocities. Michael Roth is the president of Wesleyan University. I would like to make a space for them to do that as long as that space doesn't prevent other people from pursuing their education. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. The American experience in this part of the world is something that everyone wants to pretend never happened. More bombs dropped here than all of World War II. This is the... Gold medal of Laos is, they say, one ton per person. And if they continue to clean the country at that reason, more 600 years to clean. Ren, come on, Ren, come on, come on, come on. Oh, no, this is the strong right? stuff. Ring for today, good for you. Hello. One, two, three. We're on part of the world. The thick, unmoving air, the smell, past rice patties, water buffaloes, what feels like another century. Laos is the kind of place that can easily capture your heart and not let you go. 
It's what you do, right? I mean, if you're thinking of a place to open a bar or a restaurant, you're going to put it by the river. Yeah. Yes, yes. Nice breeze, nice view. And you see, a lot of people, they come here during the afternoon, they have a drink, it's nice. Perfect. Perfect. More than a few people came here for vacation and never went home, like Ben. So how long have you been in Laos? In Laos, so around 15 years. I haven't been back to France for a long time. When you first came here, what was it like? It was just open, you know, it was beginning of 2000. What do you mean by just open? Before it was very difficult to travel, you know, no? If you have a permit to travel in Long Khabang, right. you can only visit Long Khabang. You want right. to go another province, you need to have a special permit to change. And uh, I had a friend, my friend said, no, let's go to Laos. It's more protected, more, more, more natural, more authentic. I said, okay, why not? First time I arrived in Long Trabant, I was feeling like uh, Indiana Jones, discovering a beautiful city. And the point is I fell in love and I couldn't go back. What's your typical day here? Like when, if you're not working, you're on a good day, you know? After Sunday. a good day, you have a party. You have a party, beer lao, friends, uh, that's for sure. The, mm -hmm. Again, there is nothing special to do. It's just the way of life. Yeah, training it. So how has it changed over the years? I mean, you go to Saigon or Hanoi, uh, yeah, money, yeah. money, money coming in, foreign ownership of everything. Is it, That's not happening here? Yes. If I can see there is an acceleration now. Now, when you go to the market and you say, where is it from? They say Thailand, Vietnam, China. Mm. And to find local fruits, it's difficult. But if you talk to old people, they will say Bopenyang. We are like the bamboo, we are not trees. So when there is too, too much wind, voila, we bend and we, we get up and Bopenyang. I was a monk for a little bit more than one month. In fact, I signed for three weeks. After three weeks, I wanted to stay a little bit. They push a lot the way to not suffer, to learn how to disconnect the important things in life. That's why the people, they drink a lot, they like to enjoy, to share. If you don't share, you are poor. More you give, more you're rich. You have money a lot, you lose your money tomorrow, some people will be upset. When you go up and going down, it's never a good feeling. Bopenyang. As I say, look at the river, it's go up, it's go down, but always in the same way. And at the end, it's the end. Voilà. Bopenyang.
Let us assume the best of the intelligence officers who served here, of the pilots and bombardiers who ran missions over Laos. That they were doing their duty as they saw it, that they believed they were serving the interests of their country. So this is a banana plantation? Yes, banana and lemongrass. That still leaves us with the unarguable fact that generations later, UXOs or unexploded ordinances remain a huge problem. What's here, cluster bomb mostly, of bombies? Yes, yes. Organizations like UXO Lao are tasked with cleaning up the mess. You go with a metal detector, yeah. dig them out by hand, no yes. machines, yes. Uh, detonate them. The technology we use nowadays is the same that 20 years ago. Right. Wow. It's a big bang. Imagine how the children pick it up. Laos is the most heavily bombed country per capita in the history of the world. Yep. 80 million is the number of cluster bombs that did not detonate. Since the war in Vietnam ended and we left our secret war here behind, 20,000 people, many of whom were not even alive during the conflicts, have been killed or maimed. Now, most of the people who are blown up, who are they? Mostly farmers. Now, so the, the, the picture is a little bit changed to the children right, right. now because the children, it is, is look like like tennis ball. It's good for praying mm -hmm. for the children to pick up as, as a toy. So far, only half of 1% of the country has been cleared. 80 million cluster mm -hmm. bombs. Right. That's still left in the country. Right. 20 years, what we need is 1.4 million. In, 20, in 20 years? 20 years. So that's a lot left. That's a lot. And, 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 and many people asking me how many years ago, I, I have no answers. Some. Three. Some. Two. Nine. One. Nine. <laughs>
anh tàu tiện như thế, để vùng khâu lò lâu, em mất tiền anh tàu tiện, cô tua o tuần tại chỗ đó, mỗi tu mà lấy tu thi pe, mà lấy ilu lộc của cô lũ, cô lấy lấy cô tự nó, là trâu lưng, trâu là một cái tàu lũ bầm bì nè, trong đó có lợn chỉ trả lò thì tôi hại nó, trả lò thì tôi hại thì thọ trong nó có mà tự tua này, là hại được khâu nè, anh thấy nó như chỉ trâu vậy thôi nè. chỉ tao để làm trung 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 chế, còn những tuổi thông mạo là chúng nó, hay muốn trung trung để tay tuổi chế, tuổi trung này chế, tuổi kia ta sinh đời. So this is bamboo soup. This bamboo is very fresh because they just get it from the forest up here. Normally the bamboo is a little bit bitter, but he has to boil it a long time, and then he'll take off the water. Ah, we change the water. Yeah, change the water and cook it again with chicken or duck. Right, for flavor. Yes. So what year was he born? How old is the gentleman? 1960. So born at the beginning of the the, the war here. Yeah. ก็ชิคก็เจอย่างเนี่ยอยู่เขาตัวจะมีอยู่มั่งจงอยู่กู้มีอยู่เจอเต้ลูกมีอยู่เจอเต้ต้องมันหลุดปอดหลุดลากเ
รือตัวประจำนึ่งเป็นสังเกตุตรงมอตรงจ้าเลยจะคอหูหูตรงหูป้อยอะแต่ชีตัวเลยกูจะเราคอตัว I mean all of the bombing all of the suffering all of the death what did he think it was all for
quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 